0: This is Let's Talk Business with your hosts, Mark Ebinger and Heather Bain. Now, here's Mark.
1: Welcome to Let's Talk Business, a show that talks entrepreneurship with some of the best businesses in the San Antonio area. Coming up on the show today, we're going to talk with Nina Marie, the owner of Two Peas and a Pot. Nina, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you so very much for having me. I'm super stoked to be on here.
1: I heard you're going to be talking shit and trash.
2: Just a little. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> <funny. laughs> can they say that on a podcast?
1: Yeah, we can say that here. We're not CNN on the internet. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> uh, we're also going to talk with Brandon Blake, the owner of the staging company. Brandon, welcome back to the show. What's up, man? Happy to be here. Yeah, it's been a long time. So you, first time you came on, we were at, still at KTSA. Yeah, that was back in the day.
0: Yeah, you upgraded quite a bit here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right. looks good. I like it.
1: Thanks, man. In studio with us today is Heather Baim, a certified business coach that works with business owners to gain clarity and achieve their goals. Heather, great to see you again.
3: Always happy to be here.
1: And I'm your host, Mark Eminger, the owner of Krukus Marketing Agency, a company that specializes in hiring virtual assistants from outside the United States. And we specialize in being awesome. I don't know. (laughs) 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's
1: you the know,
3: elevator pitch you go good. in and use right. it, everything and we're awesome bitches? I'm awesome yeah, right. you're
0: lucky to know me business explodes well,
3: like Mark,
1: I, it's going to be a t-shirt <laughs> there <sorry>. you go. <laughs> a quick reminder for our listeners you can catch video and podcast versions of the show anytime by visiting our website at satalkradio.com and if you're our business owner in the San Antonio area and would like to have your company featured on the show visit our website at satalkradio.com or call our office at 210 210- 8-7-9-8-8-0-4. That's 210-879-8804. So, Heather, we have a mixer coming up. We it do. is the first. The Let's Talk Business Podcast is hosting our first mixer coming up on Thursday, January twenty-fifth, twenty twenty-four. It's coming up fast. Mm-hmm. You've got plenty host, of time to
3: put it on your calendar.
1: The hosts are inviting previous guests and mega fans of the show. Uh, the ones that have T shirts to say, you know, be like Mark. Uh, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> <to celebrate. laughs> I have one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to celebrate over 300 interviews done with San Antonio entrepreneurs and business owners, there'll be snacks and drinks. I'm gonna see if I can get some tea there. I don't know. Oh if yeah, we can pull that off or not? We'll see. Right?
2: That'd be great. Margaritas. Yes. We
1: literally yes, were talking yes. about if, having a margarita yeah.
3: machine. I've got it on yep. my computer. If, if you have, a, if
1: anybody has a hookup on a margarita machine, especially mm-hmm. if I can get it for free, <laughs> that's <and laughs> a great that hookup. Awesome. <laughs> free margaritas. I feel okay. like people don't reveal their all the source gross stuff margarita to a free charity, machines. so it's like, give me your stuff for free. I don't. That's right. Um, But anyway, so there'll be snacks and drinks, places to network and get to know other business leaders and to hang out with Mark and Heather and Howie and Genevieve and all the cool people that help make this show a huge success. There are only 100 tickets that were going to be sold, and those are going to go so fast because we got, like, mega networkers around the show, and and I know everybody's excited about the first one coming out. They're flying out the door. The, you, they literally, not down the toilet, but they're going to go out the door. <laughs> Probably right? already gone. So You're not talking shit,
2: are you? Yeah, maybe a little bit, right? <laughs> so
1: you want to get your tickets ASAP, right? So head over to uh, satalkradio.com, click on the link to get your tickets ASAP. Um, early bird tickets purchased on Eventbrite are only 10 bucks, but they're going to be $15 at the door, which I don't think there's going to be any left. Um, I suspect we will be sell out early, so don't wait. Get your tickets now. Now, if you are a guest on the show, you're gonna receive a special email invitation, but you'll wanna click on that ASAP and get your tickets so that you do actually get a seat. I'm actually thinking about maybe the hosts, everybody should have at least a few tickets that we have that we can give out as well, because it's gonna zoom by and we're gonna be like, ah, I forgot to invite so-and-so. So Mm. So mixers, um, are they valuable or not valuable? What do we wanna draw from it? Heather, We wanna kick it off?
3: Uh, I mean, it definitely depends on the mixer. We're looking to have this one be One where we we know most of the people, they also network and know what they want to get out of the event so that it's a high-level event that you can come and actually make connections that'll further your business and further your network. And that's the point of networking, is not just to sell your pitch right
2: there in front of whoever.
1: Yeah, Nina, what kind of things are you looking for in mixers?
2: I always like mixers trying to seek out somebody who's a little bit on the shy side and kind of reserved and sitting off there to the side. And totally introduce myself and hopefully it uh opens them up and makes them more willing and a lot of times those people are the ones because they were so shy that they don't ever forget you and they're like there's this girl she owns porta potties <laughs> we're having an event let's go get some i mean it's um i always try to help out in regards to gaining something but giving while i'm there
1: what would make it a success for you if you're going to. And so the reason why I'm asking these great questions mm-hmm. is because of Heather. Yes. It's because yeah. she asked, she's my business coach, right? So she asked me these great questions to help dig into this stuff. But what would make, you know, spending two hours and make sure what would make that successful and worth the time for you?
2: Oh, if I walked away with some event uh, contacts, I walked away with maybe a a nugget of information that I never thought of before. How better to take care of my employees or better to serve a customer. Um, Walking away with having somebody who's in the construction space that is in need of uh, porta-potties. I mean... Uh, nuggets are great at the end of the day and, and contacts are amazing And they may not be needing you right then and there But it's cultivating that relationship Like Heather says That at the end of the day when they need you They remember you
1: Now Brandon, something she didn't say Was she didn't say margaritas And, and she didn't <laughs> say drawings and right? Free stuff that maybe you want And maybe you don't want So what are things you would be looking for If you're going to spend Because I know your time super valuable as well uh, What makes it worth it to go out to a mixer for two hours
0: so it's funny, um, one of the interview questions that I ask salespeople is you walk into an event with 300 people in there, um, kind of set the space. There's a bar, there's a live band, what are you doing? And it was funny, in one of the interviews, somebody's like, well, I'm not gonna go to the bar. I was like- Yes, you do. Okay, <laughs> interesting. That's where everybody's at, right? Exactly, that's where <laughs> And goes. she's like, I don't know, what would you do? And I'm like, well, the first thing I would do is go to the bar, <laughs> order a margarita, and say, hi, I'm Brandon done right sales comes down there's- to two things making friends monetizing those friendships oh nice. Boom.
1: there's a nugget right there i'm gonna make a clip out of that I'll you should you make right a now. clip yeah. out of that yeah. i'm gonna do it for free you can't charge me for it <laughs> <laughs> so um there are things that that can be done in a mixer i think people overdo mixers right if you're trying to do too much too fast it turns into chaotic but i think to your point nina you know getting some nuggets out of that so you've learned a couple of things would be good and then of course making the right re- connections with those trades. So, Heather, in your mind, what, how do you become more effective at connecting with the people that you really want to connect with?
3: I feel like if you can get good at asking questions, people love talking about themselves and their business, and a lot of the times, rather than just telling them all about you, if you just ask them what they do, you can figure out if and where you can add value to them at a higher level rather than just assuming that whatever you have and what you're offering is needed by everyone that breathes, which, let's be honest, that's a lot of people to try to sell to. Um, But you may not fit their exact customer profile or you may not have them be your exact client, but you could connect them to someone. You could have knowledge in a different area. And by just adding that value wherever they need it, they're going to remember you. And then, you know, if you're selling a specific item, they may not need it right now. But when they do or when they come across someone, they're a lot more likely to recommend you than someone
1: point.
2: else. Yeah, great because point.
1: they they enjoyed talking with you. They didn't feel like you're looking to take, you're looking to add value. When I sit down for, you know, coffee or whatever with somebody, I looked at, what do you need? What kind of re- referral are you looking for? And if I have them in my Rolodex, mm-hmm. like, you know what, I think you'd be a good connection for this. Let me go ahead and make that for you. Uh, right now if we can or even
0: nugget or like i mean business owners ever since well business has been hard forever but ever since 2020 it's like the world is adapting so much that the value that we can add to each other is not in the sale but it's like in the struggle like hey man how's life (laughs) where can i help you like and and sometimes you drop those nuggets but you got that nugget through blood sweat and tears and you learned that lesson the really hard way and that can add value to somebody's life as well.
2: Yeah, saving them the hardships that you went through to get them there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you don't even have to
3: come with nuggets because like, I went to a networking event Mm -hmm. and I was talking to someone and they weren't my ideal client profile. I didn't really have anything, but he told me what he was looking to meet at The Mixer and I was like, oh, I met that lady about five minutes ago. Let me just point her out and bring you over and introduce you. And so it's something I didn't come to The Mixer with, but you bridge, he, the bridge the gap. Yes. He bridged the gap. You may or may not have met her organically, but I made sure he met her then. So it doesn't need to be a high stakes situation. Sure. You can just go read the room.
0: Absolutely. That's, that's why point one is always make friends. You know, I was mm-hmm. uh, just drinking my coffee this morning, scrolling through some reels and, and that scene from Ted Lasso where like he's in the darts competition. <laughs> and he's like, you're talking about the difference between curiosity and ju- judging. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all these people judge me and all these people judge me. And if they had just stayed curious, you know yeah. for one and it's a beautiful scene cuz he's like you'd ask That's questions so like cool. play a lot of darts ted and he just like crushes the dude <laughs> you know but i think so many people are you know giving up that that friends aspect of sales like you got to get out there get to know people make friends be curious because there's fascinating people in this world
2: mm-hmm. without question well yeah. yeah
0: and so this is why i do what i
1: do <laughs> cuz it's about create, creating and cultivating meaningful relationships within a short space of time by bringing For people sure. to me yeah. and then adding value all along the way. Yeah. So that's why I do what I do, and, but it's in my lane. It's podcasting is not in everybody's lane. And of course, I mean, I have, I don't know, six full-time employees that help me work this podcast in order to make it a success, but sure. you know, it takes work, but it works at the end of the day. And I love, to your guys' point, is adding value at every opportunity because that raises that likability factor pretty good
2: absolutely helps
1: with getting business (laughs) awesome all right well let's get into the first segment here first up on the show is nina marie the owner of two peas in a pot nina excited to have you here you are a go-getter you have a great uh, personality great attitude and you lead with giving Uh, that was apparent right away when we were on the podcast
2: thank you thank you thank you. you
1: bet so tell me about the name two peas in a pot what is the inspiration there
2: Uh, Super funny. Um, I started off in the dumpster business and uh, decided about five years in to lean towards the potty side of things and round tabling for names was definitely a uh, thing we had to do after two years of research uh, in the industry and one of the names we came up with, of course there's a little wine involved, maybe a margarita or two, (laughs) was uh, Aristocrap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have a very high standard, and so I wanted that standard to go with the name, kind of be a, um, and so aristocrat was one. But then we realized uh, it couldn't go in a church parking lot uh. or a school, so we had to take the word crap out. And uh, my husband and I, uh, we are not honeymooners anymore, but we act like it from time to time. We happened to be out in public, and he laid a big, one, f- fat kiss on me, and. Lo and behold, this lady comes up and she was like, oh my God, you guys are like two peas in a pod. And I went, oh, that's it, two peas in a pot. P-E-E-S, you know, like you take two peas in a pot? And everybody's <laughs> like, oh my gosh, that's it, that's it. That's where she's been ever since. So of course, then my logo had to have two little peas sitting on a potty, as cute as can be, so. Wow
1: all happy and- it's
2: the cutest yes.
3: potty logo I've ever seen I <laughs> saw a train going by on Saturday and I was looking for two peas in a pot <laughs> on the end of that train I was like well because what I love about Nina is she didn't enter she she started out in the dump industry but yes. when you started thinking about potties it doesn't seem like you thought small from the beginning like before you even started potties sure so what <clears throat> made you inspired because you're you're franchised you're you're a name now you're nationwide. Where did that inspiration come from to not just say, oh, I'll just add potties, but I'm gonna go big?
2: I I think it mainly was, um, I'm an entrepreneurial spirit, a single mom who's driven like nobody's business. So I'm always looking for um, complementary things for what I currently have as base business. And a lot of my uh, contractors, you know, had inquired about getting involved with potties because the service here in San Antonio was horrendous. And we've all been in them. We've all had that horrible Mm -hmm. experience, and I didn't know anything about it, but I wanted to learn a little bit about it. Um, And because my dumpster uh, side of things is a franchise, so I'm not only a franchisor, I'm a franchisee, and you learn a lot along the way. Um, I'm a firm believer in making sure I got all my I's dotted and T's crossed before (laughs) getting in something like that. And so I did two years of research. I've b- continued to do research as a franchisee because I'm that. And so having that uh, combination together, and then when everybody saw the logo that I came up with, they all said, "You've got to franchise this. You are such a helper." You've I um you know was part of the group on the dumpster side of things of helping new people come aboard and. Being able to teach them uh, some of the tricks of the trade, like we were talking about earlier, if you can save somebody a headache um, by whatever hard knocks we went through, it's uh, a win. And so that's where the franchising side decided to come into the mix to be able to help people be successful and not have to beat their head against the wall as many times as I did. So
1: tell me about your background a little bit, how you ended up in the two peas in a pot business.
2: I uh, actually started out in the trash business in Corpus Christi. I worked for the largest manufacturer of, uh, manufacturer's poor word, uh, the largest provider of trash service in Corpus. He um, stated that to work for him, I needed to work in every actual department, so sales, uh, out in the uh, um, doing uh, dispatching. There wasn't finance, the whole nine yards. And I got a huge dose of an education. And when my son went off to college at Texas Tech, guns up, um, (laughs) he uh, uh, allowed that gave me freedom to move. Corpus Christi was kind of a little bit more stagnant. They weren't growing as rapidly as what I was looking for. And so um, I then uh, transferred over to San Antonio. And I was working at a waste company here locally on lunch hour, lo and behold looking for a friend for a job and the company that i do the dumpster side popped up and 30 days later i owned it and that was in 2011. Um, one of my huge uh, accomplishments in life other than being a mother is that i'm a licensed airframe and power plant mechanic and having that luxury and that knowledge of being a mechanic allows me to maintain all of my vehicles make sure that we have the right people in place the maintenance, the day-to-day from the month to um, the big major uh, powertrain issues that we have. Um, all of that I I have a firm grasp on, and so it's been a huge benefit to have that back in my wheelhouse.
3: So what I
2: love is you have basically a lifetime
3: of experience as a mechanic, and then in, in the trash industry that mm-hmm. you brought into your business at Dump That SA, and then of course have built out your franchise. But what I find in a lot of entrepreneurs is there's a bit of impatience there. It's like, I wanna go, and it can lead to struggles. You've kind of seen both sides of that, because 30 days later, you owned that business. Yes. So where was that balance of spending the time that you now utilize to learn to be that mechanic, to to be in the trash industry for a good amount of time before you jumped into this? How would you recommend for someone out there listening who's just impatient to get started and go, 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 they balance that experience versus action?
2: That's a really tough one for me because I have uh, no fear and I, luckily my husband has fear. And he's the one who reigns me in often, <laughs> saying, hold on, we just did this. Slow your roll, fighter pilot.
1: Well, quick interruption. That's a definition of a successful marriage there, right? You've mm-hmm. got one that's a hard charge, and you got one that says, hang on a second. We need to make sure we can pay for all this stuff you want to do, <laughs> right? Yes,
2: yes. He's absolutely amazing and definitely reels me in. He's not involved in any of the other businesses other than support. Um, but at the end of the day, um, having some conscious knowledge of Finances to be able to handle those things is huge. If you don't getting involved with someone like yourself to be able to help walk somebody through that. When I started the dumpster side of things, I just took off running. I cashed in my retirement. I was y- a lot younger then, and um, I was like, I'm going to figure it out. I'm gonna make it or break it. Now mm-hmm. I made a shit ton of ex- <laughs> of mistakes along the way.
1: We all do. Some
2: were expensive. Some were not so expensive. But there are no free free lessons. Mm-hmm. None and i took all of that knowledge um, that i have learned along those avenues along with the uh, mechanic side to be able to um, build a foundation for the two peas and because two peas in a pot um, i eventually wanted to roll it out as a franchise i knew i had to have everything to the exact so that way um, I'm not selling something that is not genuinely an opportunity for somebody to make a shit ton of money. Yeah,
1: yeah. I like the use of the adjectives there. <laughs> 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 yeah. It's very So on brand. they're stuck in my
2: yeah. in my vocabulary. I'm
1: gonna hone in a little bit on so the porta potty experience. My wife hates them. Yes, absolutely. Will avoid them at all costs. like yep. I'll hold it. I'll I'll have to go to the <laughs> clinic afterwards because I held it too long. Whatever that's gonna <laughs> look like. So. I'm your girl. It's not a pleasant <laughs> one. So, what do you guys do to make it more pleasant? Because this is something that you brought up, so I want to dig in a little bit. It
2: is so true. Um, there is a standard that there is no potty that goes out in the field that is not clean enough for Nina's bougie hiney to use. Um, we uh, provide different uh, levels of chemicals in these units that are not only non-hazardous to the environment, but they are amazing, and the um, resins that are on these potties are a little bit on the porous side, so it allows the cleanliness and the scents of the sprays and the different products that we put in there last longer. Plus, we are also in an industry that um, water evaporates, and anything that doesn't stay submerged causes a smell. So we have learned how to counteract that and maintain and make sure that things stay submerged for a lot longer than the average bear. So it costs a little bit more to do it. I'm not everybody's customer. I remember meeting one uh, guy who works for one of the big companies here in town. And I said, I'm I'm your gal. I'm for you. And he goes, no, those are too clean. I don't want my guys camping out (laughs) in those things and reading books and not working. Uh Uh-uh, they are way too clean. So I'm not for everyone. But I definitely am for the concerts, the places that we love to go. Um, the higher-end remodeling guys, they have our potties at all of their high-end, Alamo Heights, uh, Almost Park. They're up in Stone Oak. They're at uh, La Terran and in the Dominion because they don't want some nasty potty sitting there and you drive by and the stench is horrendous and you're running from them. Plus, tell your wife we have the ones that have the running water flushable mm. toilets, granite countertops. I mean, you could live in oh, them. Oh, granite, so really? <laughs> yes. the
1: granite countertops. Oh, absolutely. These are the pool trailers that you have? Yes. Okay, those yeah. are the fancy. But you also have the other ones, right? The mm-hmm. ones that are just the freestanding, yes. basic ones out at the construction site? Absolutely. Or the big events and stuff. Like that. Absolutely. Well, so our segment went by fast, right, Nina? It did. It Indeed. was awesome. If folks want to get in touch with you, how do they do that?
2: You can reach us at our website, uh, or you can email us at office, O-F-F-I-C-E, at 2, the number 2, P's, dot com, or you can call us at 210-951-5151.
1: Nice. All right. She had all her stuff down. Oh, yeah. Nina I've had people was... in here that are like, ah, I forgot my phone number. I have to look it up real quick. <laughs> so, uh, Nina's got it together. Nina <laughs> but... was
3: the first person who told me about that eclipse happening next April yes. because somebody had ordered a bunch of potties for it.
2: We had no idea. In 2024, in mm-hmm. April, there is a massive eclipse coming and yep. we are delivering like 300 potties mm-hmm. out to these ranches out in the far west side. I was like i didn't even know that thing was coming
0: there's supposed to be like 400,000 people yeah. coming to kerrville
2: oh it's yes we're taking some to kerrville it is insane
1: yeah the uh those glasses for the last one uh-huh. they actually say april 2024 on it as well and that no was kidding. the first time i became aware of it we started to research it and yeah come to find out it's gonna be right here in, in uh-huh. texas so.
0: it's Dude, it crazy was, it was hilarious my my parents you know they're they love eclipses, and they were trying to get everybody out to South Carolina for the last one. And they're like, "You're gonna miss out. You don't know when this is gonna happen again in your lifetime." And then they announced <laughs> the next one, and it's going right over my house. And I'm like, "I think we'll be okay." I don't even
2: have to yeah. move. See, I are was you inviting in... everybody to you?
0: <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah,
2: <laughs> you're
3: gonna
0: need some porta potties.
1: I got you. I can exactly. 15% right, the of porta that, potty industry knew about this before
2: anybody else. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's right, awesome. too funny. Good times. All right, next up on the show is Brandon Blake, the owner of The Staging Company. Uh, Brandon, good to see you again. Good to have you back in studio. Yeah, thanks. It's good to be here. Yeah, so uh, you're on maybe a year ago? Was it a year, year and a half? I don't know, it's been a bit,
0: right? It's like a time warp. It is.
1: So what have you been up to? What's new with your business? Uh,
0: I guess it was right at about a year ago. I had the Florida company, mm-hmm. for yeah, sure. Yeah, you did. Yeah so 2023's been just about optimizing and and scaling I don't know if we'll go the franchise route but we do want to make sure that all of our systems are in place for whatever comes our way Mm -hmm. um we've grown probably like doubled in employee count and you know trying to scale out a sales team scaling out a sales team is hard scripts and uh all all the stuff like yeah, it it's a whirlwind because I'm in my curval office, just kind of in the dark in front of a computer and just like writing out playbooks for everything. And it's have you
1: ever thought of hiring? Uh, so like, I know somebody who is like, that's what they do is they go out and they they hire salespeople for companies and they're like really good. Have you ever thought of doing something or did you do that? Like finding somebody who's awesome at training sales teams and have them come and do it?
0: Or are you doing it all yourself? I like to do things the hard way, so... <laughs> the hard and slow way. <laughs> yeah, I got you. All right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, <laughs> I spend a lot of time just um, on the phones, recording a lot of what I say and then transcribing a lot of what I say, using various different AI tools to just transcribe what comes, you know, just, it's just like second nature to me. Um, now I'm able to transcribe it and create playbooks and stuff like that. So. You know, now my next goal is I've got four really promising people. It took a lot of lot of churn to get there, but I've got four really really promising people, and now it's like, okay, how can I duplicate myself in them? So, that's the next big challenge. But I'm excited for 2024 because it was it was a hard year to get there.
1: So, how are you marketing? What are your what's your marketing outreach?
0: What are you doing there? So it's interesting. Um, staging companies work a little bit differently than other companies I guess I mean we own 98 percent of the search traffic in San Antonio we own 75 percent of the search traffic in Austin Uh, we own I don't know the exact figure but 90 plus percent of the search traffic in Orlando so you know we we kind of ran some algorithms to figure out like what does our spend need to be on Google and you know meta and some of these other platforms and what we found was like there was no direct correlation between you know spend and results so that's when we pivoted to say this is a very um relationship driven business we got to make friends and we got to monetize those friendships um and so that's when the the tactic to support the strategy shifted to let's onboard a sales team let's get people out in public let's get them wearing our brand let's get them making friends you know and so I mean there's not I guess Zillow kind of gives us a list that we can cold call and that's cool we're making good friends off of that but you know then we do stuff like this 10,000 homes 10,000 active listings inside of 1604 right now so if you're listing 2,574 on page 38 of Zillow how confident are you that you're going to sell that house and what I'm hearing all the time is that we're back in like 2019 where it, you know I, I heard the other day it's normal for houses to sit on the market for 200 days i'm like no it's not 200
3: days wow. 200
0: days <laughs> so an agent told me this oh, is normal maybe. and I said, no it's not because i got 23 case studies just from last month alone where it was on the market for 90 days and they take it down we stage it it's under contract in three so that's my normal i don't know what your normal is but you know it's just getting that message out to as many people that want to hear it and you run in to people all over the place, investors. I mean, you had Chris on the show, like Chris would like run into people at volleyball games and swim meets and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, I wish somebody would talk to my agent about staging. He's like, give him my number. I'll talk to your (laughs) agent about staging, you know?
3: So do you find your industry kind of counterbalances the market? So when the real estate market is super hot, it's a little lower. And then when it starts to slow down, you guys pick up a lot.
0: Exactly right. Yeah. And I mean, so shifting into 2020, 2021, you know, there's two sides of the statistic. One side of the statistic is that staged homes sell for about 15 percent more than vacant homes. The other side of the statistic where we haven't talked about really in like three years is that they sell 88 percent faster. And that number is actually so good that it kind of becomes like nebulous to people. And you have to be like, oh, your house will at least sell a month faster you know because 88% that's a massive number but i you know 23 in a month that was an exaggeration but i i have 23 case studies from q2 and q3 of this year that they were on the market for you know 70 90 120 days they took them down we staged under contract in 3 days and that's in both well we're in three markets austin san antonio and orlando mm-hmm. all three markets are showing the exact same numbers so, so i
1: have a i have a really important question to ask how okay. would you stage a porta potty <laughs> <laughs> well, there's
0: great greenery. If it's one of the granite ones, it. yeah, one of the granite <laughs> ones. We're gonna do some greenery, absolutely. you know, yeah,
2: absolutely.
0: Make <laughs> it feel some greenery.
1: That's it. What about a
0: carpet? Or no, probably well, not a carpet. carpet you don't and want a, want a carpet. in want porta portafolio.
2: Mark, are you the person that puts Come on. carpet I'm in a bathroom. Sure, there's some amazing stuff in that <laughs> warehouse for these homes.
0: There's some great stuff, and you know, it's. I mean, you know, we, we do the Airbnb stuff, too. And because we're a staging company, we can do anywhere from, like, luxury on LBJ all the way down to, you know, I have a fix and flip. We're going to put it on Airbnb. What used staging furniture do you have to help pull this off? So, yeah, we can so solve any problem. So tell
1: easy. me about that. So Airbnb, you're staging for long term mm-hmm. as opposed to short term, right? It's not just for selling a house. Um, themes, because uh, I've heard some crazy stories about stuff. Oh, go on, on our cool Instagram. Stuff. <laughs> Yeah, so tell me, what kind of things are you doing for vacation rental homes?
0: Yeah, so, I mean, our our target client when it comes to vacation rental homes is usually the person that lives out of town, and they're like, hey, I ran my pro forma numbers, and I have this much to put into furnishings. What can you do? And we have experience, I think we've done about 50 or so of these at, at this point. Um, they give us the keys. We bring in everything, the, the furniture, art, rugs, decor. We can work with the theming company, so we did a... I I'm a little fuzzy on the math, but I wanna say it was like an 11 bedroom Harry Potter themed house in Orlando. Oh, how awesome! It was amazing. Very cool. And then one of my favorite Airbnbs, and, and, you know shameless plug for the staging company uh we went to book it this year and it is completely booked like you cannot get into this place but it's a a disney but you staged it we did it it. yeah no love (laughs) for you at all so we we staged it and then we did the pilot run like this whole happened because my family you know my wife my four kids and i we we have stayed in airbnbs for the last like 10 years or however long these things have been a thing um and so we we not only decorated this one but we were also the first guest so we got to give it a trial run and just your
2: kids had to have it was awesome
0: oh yeah (laughs) and dad did this right and we did it and and aunt kel um you know helped with it and uh you know anyway so it it was just a really fun experience but that thing is booked i mean you can't get into it um shout out to magical portal house they they have one of you know the best airbnbs that we've ever stayed in but we've We've done a lot of them, um, but it's completely turnkey. I mean, you you don't have to lift a finger. You give us the keys, we bring in absolutely everything. We can work with the theming company, all the TVs, everything. We hand you the keys back and you're good to go. And it, and it will be, I mean, so we stay in a lot of Airbnbs, so we've seen the flip side as well. And yeah. we just stayed in one in Nashville. Um, I think it was January or February of this year. Um, again, a blur, time warp. <laughs> um, no blinds in the master bedroom. And so what? that time of year was right before the time change. And uh, uh, the sun, I think, was coming up at 524 in Nashville. So by 612, <laughs> the sun was directly in my eyes. Oh, my God. And I'm like, cool, I'm on vacation. And I have a natural alarm clock, apparently. Ugh. And th- they have, like, you know, like in the late, like mid-90s, you'd go over to Grandma's house for Thanksgiving, and they had the really, really thin, like, towels that are on bare threads and, like, mm-hmm. falling apart. You this is painting oh, yes. a picture oh yes they had one of those for each person in the house oh that's, that's sad. it and you had to decide that day are you gonna shower or are you going to the pool with your towel that barely absorbs oh, no. anything anyway so i don't know long story short we do an airbnb lot. you can make 30 percent more than everybody else that uh that you're competing against because what what sells homes also gets you room nights and will provide a guest experience like none of your other competition will And so. It's it's kind of known that right now the whole industry's down between eleven and fifteen percent year over year, depending on your market. Um, like I said, the houses that we're doing booked solid.
3: Well, what I think is interesting, if you like, fly up from an overall perspective, the last two, three years in real estate, I'm sure have been a little more difficult from a staging perspective because houses were flying off the market, whether they were staged or not. So rather than just look at that and be like, we're just gonna grip on and hold on until it eventually shifts, you were like, you know what, Airbnb's hot. Why don't we furnish Airbnbs? And now it's kind of going the opposite way. Airbnb is heavily getting regulated in a lot of cities. It's starting to become less popular for investors, but boom, you rode it through, and now the staging and for you, a real estate comes back And don't back you, in.
2: you know, when you're looking, you're on the Airbnb or the VRBOs, and you're doing it visually.
3: Mm-hmm. And if
2: you have some amazing furniture in there, and the uh, place just looks so decked out, that's part of your vacation. That's yeah. part of your allure. You and for Instagram you to be able life. to provide that, to me, is a genius move. I'm all about aesthetics when I go traveling and that sets it above and beyond so we're going to the bathroom i was going to say that's (laughs) the first layer to
0: it and and that's what gets you the room nights but it's just like staging the the photos matter yes but then the experience also matters for sure and when you take the hotel approach of like hey we're going to have two towels for each person in each bathroom and if you have a pool where you know and it I mean, how much does it cost to do a load of laundry? Absolutely. Go above and beyond and increase the level of hospitality a little bit. And that's we're we're able to help with those, you know, return on investment decisions and yeah, Genius idea. Return yeah. on the experience R-O-I-D,
1: matters. Return on Investment Decisions. Ooh, love it. I oh, coined yeah. that, too. I, I get it <laughs> <laughs> You just said ROID. Royd. I didn't <laughs> get your say ROIDs in order, okay? We, we got the ROIDs over here at the yeah, staging company. This is a good stuff. <laughs> All right, uh, Brandon, if folks want to get in touch with you, how they do that?
0: Sure. Uh, website, thestaging.co. That's thestaging.co. Uh, here in San Antonio, 210-900-0545. Um, Instagram is the Staging Co HQ. Facebook's the same. Uh, go check it out.
1: All right, awesome. Thanks for coming in. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Great, great discussion, right? It's like, Super fun. Love it. All right, right, let's wrap up the show, a quick uh, reminder to check out our latest podcast or catch video versions of the show anytime by visiting our website at SATalkRadio.com. That's going to be it for us. Great job, everybody. Thank you very Thanks much. For us. Right. All right, we'll see you on the next one. You job, know man. it.